Um, I think that we live in a day and age now where people, everybody has access to fame. And it's not, like, I don't, I guess fame was never truly monitored. Oh, okay. But I feel like now it's so easy to um, become famous off of TikTok or off of, like, a online game on your own, you know, any sort of streaming app that, um, I don't know, we're not maintaining, like, a quality of people that can be famous. Not that I think that famous people are ever, like, really high quality. Mm. I feel like there's there's no one to filter out anybody anymore. Oh. Um, Like, I feel like it's really, like, our job now is, like, the masses as the audience to pick and choose, whereas it wasn't because of, like, nepotism. Oh, okay. Also. Because, like, when you became famous in, like, the 60s and the 50s, it was because you had connections. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's still something that exists today, but it's not as applicable as it was back then. Mm. Do you feel like there's too many people that can get that in just because of social media? Oh, absolutely. Mm. But is that, like, inherently a bad thing, or what are we talking about? Um, I feel like, well, when you really get to, like, the knit and grit of it, um, I think that people, everybody should have access to everything, you know? Mm Um, but when you look at some of the things that people are saying nowadays and how social media is and how it's just really just a platform to find your own, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like gas chamber to like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. To like engulf yourself in your own idea. Right. And then you have millions of other people or at least a good fraction of people that feel exactly the same way. And so you're never really listening to anybody's outside opinions. You have someone who's validating yours. So it's like there's no one to really, like I said, kind of filter out because there's always going to be at least one other person that agrees with you. And that one person is usually enough. We all do want that value that that brings from the affirmation. Someone tell me you were right. Mm Mm-hmm. That is a very interesting point. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sunset NK. We're back another with an, we're back again with another episode. I'm not my co-host, but I'm with Kaylee. <sighs> Kaylee, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm yeah, chilling. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited for this episode in particular. Right. Because of I feel like ever since I started meeting more people that do sex work and stuff like that, I feel like their stories mm-hmm. become so like elevated. Right. I feel like you not that you have to go through a lot to be in that type of work, mm-hmm. but it's like nearly a prerequisite yeah. to be great in it. Right. But I yes, agree. how did you start your OnlyFans and when did you? So I had started online sex work in general when I was about, I want to say, 18. Okay. Um, and I started my way through like... Was there a reason it was right away or was well, it something you're thinking about? It was just like... I luckily grew up in a household, or at least with, like, a mother who was very, um, like, about sexual liberation, being, um, never being, like, insecure or uh, afraid to fulfill yourself sexually, and so having that growing up, um, that support system, I never felt like my, like, sex drive, what I wanted, what I craved was ever a bad thing, and I think that inherently made my sex drive higher, made me respect sex workers more things of that nature and I just it was always something that piqued my interest oh um and so I started getting into like um not safe work twitter Mm. and that was like the community that I really wait question did you feel different because you were thinking that way while everyone else wasn't or was that a thing you just isolated yourself completely from I definitely felt different but not in like a bad way oh okay I just like because to this day anytime I talk about like 
the relationship that I have with my mom where I can talk to her about anything. I have so many other people that are like, lucky as fuck they're, they're <laughs> like, lucky. I could never tell my mom the things that you tell her and I'm mm. like well yeah that's just me and my mom so like for me it was never like different in a bad way it was always like I'm appreciative because I know there's so many people who don't have that kind of relationship of course um, but yeah that inherently kind of led to uh, me discovering um, Twitter porn and, okay and <laughs> there's something about Twitter that they, they Twitter make the hits. best it's, it's, yeah. It's just better. You know what happened? You know what happened? It was when Tumblr got rid of porn that everybody from Tumblr moved over to Twitter. Motherfuckers was putting porn on Tumblr? Hell yeah. That was where the best shit was. And it was iconic. Motherfuckers find their sexual awakening on just Tumblr? Tumblr. Tumblr. The hashtags, the videos, you could post anything on that bitch. (laughs) And And then Tumblr got bought out by Yahoo and Yahoo was like, we're not doing porn anymore. So we're like, horny, please move. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what happened. We all moved to Twitter. It was like, (laughs) all right, Twitter hasn't capped anything. So we're going to move this way. And there was already a community there. And I was like, all right, bet. And then. Did that shape the way that like you thought about who you found attractive when you started watching like porn and stuff like that? And then when you started working in it, did it change who you found attractive over time? Not for me, I don't feel like. I feel like you can, so as much as like I enjoyed um, getting into uh, the act of sex work online, I've always kind of seen things from like a business perspective. Okay. Because um, it's like if you're going to find a way to uh, make things monetary, especially like things like your body, you got to find a way to think of it from that kind of mindset because it's also a great way to protect yourself. Also. Um, because if you're just like, oh, I'm just here to have fun, you're not thinking with your brain of like, you're thinking with your fucking pussy. You're not thinking with your brain. <laughs> and like, those two have to coexist. Otherwise, mm, you can you damn near get taken advantage of. Exactly. Okay, and like, okay. this is just not the kind of place that you want to get taken advantage of. No effects. That's honestly one of, that's one of the reasons why I actually enjoy OnlyFans. Like the whole like idea behind it, because now that I can get it from the source, I don't need it to be like a a back channel for me to get the content. You feel me? So. Right. Yeah. Especially like places like Pornhub where like things aren't regulated at mm-hmm. all. Like mm-hmm. there is so many illegal things on Pornhub that you people sh- do not know about. <laughs> and I spent the whole summer like just like learning about this. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Wild. It's really crazy. Like the way that they're able to just post things and like mm-hmm. you can only find it if you really look. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how they run websites like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I already inherently found Twitter surprisingly to be a safer space yeah. for that. I feel like it's it's damn near easier to have like sex trafficking happen based off of OnlyFans or mm-hmm. like taking off that type of site yeah. and going into like a real world like Pornhub and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like Pornhub is inherently dangerous. Most porn websites, um, especially Pornhub because it's been around the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like OnlyFans gives people the chance to monitor and make their own content. Oh, God. Um, do I think that it kind of puts up like flags for predators of different kinds like most people are posting their links or sharing their information um Um, and i think a lot of people who are like new to the game because i feel like i'm lucky enough that i started young enough um (laughs) to learn and i learned on a platform like twitter where um only fans wasn't as relevant into like the past two years Mm -hmm. and so um i feel like i was able to learn that like there are certain things that you can't put on the internet because internet is forever you want to put your body on the internet fine but at least do it anonymously or mm-hmm. change your name so like mm-hmm. all of my stuff is under a different name mm-hmm. um only people who know about it are people i want to know about it oh okay right um and so it's just like i don't know people 
like I said, you can't think with your pussy. You got to think with your brain. Um, and I think people hear OnlyFans, they think money, and they're mm. not thinking, oh, I need to protect myself at the same time. No, for that. Yeah, that. so I think it's like a combination of things if you want to be successful when it comes to OnlyFans. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But back on to the, the one question. So the type of person that you enjoyed right. just did not change at all? You just well, still kept your type all throughout? Yeah, I feel like um, kind of why I brought up the whole entire Twitter thing is that you learn which body types and which people are the most attractive to the general public. Okay. And so I think a, a lot of people are expecting your uh, type to like change because you're like, well, if I make content with this person, then I'm going to make more money. So you're like, if you do that enough, your um, type changes. But for me, it was never like that. I feel mm. like my type has always been the same. I think if anything... Um, I've found more people outside of my type attractive oh, okay. as I've like become more involved in like sex work and I've, as I've aged just in general. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's because there's always such rigid boundaries that you kind of want to break out of that and make sure you're not conforming to anything that doesn't feel like you. Okay. Um, so no, my type. <laughs> if anything, we're becoming more explorative. Mm, yeah. I love it. I love, yeah. I love it. So now that you've continued to do it, do you feel like there's um, the correlation between, like, sex and how much you care about a person? Has that, like, widened for you? Or is sex still, like, something that you, like, really care about for real? I feel like one of the reasons why it was always so easy for me to, like, start doing content is because my relationship with sex was just different than most people's. How so? Um, for me, well, okay. Let me not say that because <laughs> off the bat, when I did first start having sex, I was a late bloomer. Definitely, <laughs> I didn't have my first kiss until I was eighteen. Really? Yeah. Um, and then they I didn't. Just did everything after that? Oh yeah, everything <laughs> after that. We were like, we're getting this shit out the way. Heard I had you. things to do. Um, but yeah, no. And then I lost my virginity. Not that I really believe in that concept. When mm. I was nineteen, and mm. everything after that, and um, I feel like. Wait, so how you're a late bloomer and you still said, yeah, I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I feel like late bloomers, if you really get into like Twitter porn, like you look at the people who are posting things, you'll see most of them have never even fucked anybody before. They're just horny ass motherfuckers who are trying to interact with other people who are also horny ass motherfuckers. And that's the only way that they're getting off. Bro, I, I, the people that actually go inside like porn videos and like you scroll down and like co leave comments oh are the God, most the insane horniest. people. Like you would think they've never felt the touch of a woman. It's because they haven't. Like absolutely. Like if you really like you pay attention to the people that are posting shit they either get pussy all the time or have never even gotten a whiff of that shit <laughs> and there's no in between mm, i feel it i, no feel, it. I feel it so have you came across like more actually mm, how was it when you first told your mom that you were starting to do sex with my mama don't know <laughs> oh so just, just, just okay, you know what? Fair enough. Yeah, she, she, she might have some like ideas, but my mm -hmm. mama don't need to know I'm posting my pussy on the internet. She you don't know, know that. that's, that's fair. That's would fair. she care? No, because like she's literally been like, if you wanted to start stripping, I would not give a fuck. I'm here to support you. But it's just also like I know my mom, and she is nosy as fuck. Okay, so she, she would, damn near wants to find would, out. No, and I just made my OnlyFans free. She does not need to see some <laughs> things that she don't need to see. No. The woman needs to mind her business. Oh. <laughs> she does. It's in her best interest and mine. You know what? Yeah, seeing your daughter is getting into shit. Yeah, yeah. you should don't need that. Yeah, fair you enough. Fair we enough. already talk about it enough. She knows my sex life. She don't need to visualize really? it. Oh, absolutely. So how, okay, just to sidetrack a little bit. How can you, 
be able to like get such in a good uh, relationship with your fam with your parents to talk about sex and stuff like that because mm-hmm. i know in some african households you might get stabbed <laughs> I, I don't know bro i don't know well okay it's not the same with my dad okay i should say that up front <laughs> like my dad's a jehovah witness like, oh wow that man still likes to believe i am a virgin purified you know like, what it's preacher's daughter it's, you know what that you sure know is. you know i gotta protect that man from, of course from of course. reality it hurts. It's, it hurts. yeah yeah but my mom she was the one that like did that from the jump because she always had issues like that growing up where she felt dirty about you know um when she was feeling sexually active and things of that nature and she Mm -hmm. just didn't want that for her daughters and so a very young age she was like well this is what this is that's what that is like never feel bad about it she was actually the first person to buy me a toy yeah very much like she wanted to make sure that i never struggled with that aspect of my life Mm -hmm. because she had struggled with it for the majority of hers Mm. um so that's where that came into and like are you gonna be like uh super welcoming about your daughter when she when you when you eventually yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. if i if the world survives long enough for me to have kids you know what you're right (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah fair fair enough we both know there's plenty (laughs) shit going on uh we get to that point Mm -hmm. um i think yeah there's like I have been talking to the one behind the camera, my friend, for quite some time about how I would love to become like a sex coach if that was like uh-huh. something. Yeah, because it's just like for me, sex is not something that needs to be hidden or taboo, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the reason I'm talking about this with you right now. Like mm-hmm. it's just not something to me that needs to be like scary or um, inherently dirty because it's never been that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been so liberating, especially like even when I have sex with people um, that I know have grown up without that mindset and being able to have conversations with them, especially men, um, they kind of just look at you a little different. They're like, oh, you're like, they're like, you're right. Like life can be like this. I'm like, yeah, like my whole life has been like this. And I feel like it's like a basic to sexuality that mm. no one should feel uncomfortable in regards to expressing it. Why do you think people are like so bad at sex? Like I've bad, never, like I, physically or bad, like emotionally. I mean, <laughs> both, very much both. But like, because I've heard so many stories from my girlfriends where it's like, yeah, a lot of dudes just can't make women come, or like they don't care to. Um, I think that comes from a place of porn and okay. the way that that has been given to men since a young age also the way that men have been raised i don't think it's their fault Mm. i think we've grown up in a society again where sex is dirty so sex is not talked about and then when sex is talked about to men we explain women to men as like commodities as toys we're not men are not taught like oh a woman's pleasure is just as important as yours um and so it's like it's the way the system is and i feel like inherently men are um a lot is taken away from them Hmm. like i feel like the sex that men experience right now especially those who don't know how to pleasure a woman or things in that nature um they're missing out significantly Hmm. uh because i myself am i say queer pansexual i'll fuck anybody that's my thing (laughs) not like that i'm not easy but I, i i genitals do not matter to me um and so i've never had a situation where i've not made somebody come and just a hundred for a hundred. That's that's hundred for a hundred. Have never not, and it's because there is a pleasure to getting your partner off, mm. and there's a lot of people who haven't experienced that, especially men, and I think that's a really unfortunate thing. Um, but again, I don't think it's inherently their fault. Mm. I, I think that. it's society's fault for mm. how we raise men, and that goes into everything. No, you know that is fair. That is fair. Yeah. I have talked to a lot of people where it's like the first time they ex- they were damn near expected 
to do a spectacular job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like the first time yeah. that's ever. I feel like that pressure is on a lot of dudes, especially exactly. when you're first starting out. I agree. And that's kind of like why um, a lot of the men that I've slept with in the past, when I start off having conversations with them where I'm like, well, what do you like? Like, what do you want to see me do? Things like that. They're almost surprised. They're like, a lot of women don't care. Oh, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not that bitch. Because <laughs> if we're not both having fun, then it's not fun. You know, mm. like neither of us are really going to be enjoying ourselves unless there's that open communication. And that's what makes for me sex really good is that mm. open communication. Because I can't just guess that you like having your taint licked. That's not <laughs> like you need to specify that that's something you want. Otherwise, you're not enjoying sex to your fullest. And that's not fair for either of us. I the freak freak. I love it. You know what? Everyone needs to enjoy what they enjoy. Exactly. That's, that's nice. I, now, I love do that. I kink shame? Sometimes. <laughs> like if you talk about scat play, we are going to fist fight. But what, like what is, what's, what's scat? shit. Playing with shit. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm a king okay. shame you. I am. Yeah. That's not. Nah, I'm not that bitch. Nah. I've <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories where it's like dudes are like motherfucker would like shit and they'd want them to just devour it. <gasps> no. Insane. No. Insane. No. Like they'll pull up and give you five bands for you to sit and they eat it. Yeah, I know they do that like over in specific countries. Like there are girls who've been like, I got, got peed on for five million dollars. I'm like, that's great for you, best of it. I don't know if my dignity can handle that. Five million? Okay, maybe. Five mil. Maybe. Four mil. Three and a half. <laughs> if we started like 10, yeah. You know what? I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Even if it's just a little drizzle, you right. know what? But, Never mind. But <laughs> I don't want to smell like fucking pee. Yeah, that's, that's fair. my thing. Like, I don't know what your diet's like. You come up here, you know what? You know what? Like you know what? Shit. That's fair. That's, that's fair. disrespectful. A lot of people only eat chocolate every day. So I was no, just. Let's talk about it. Because sometimes when you have sex and a person's hygiene isn't. That's disrespectful to me. I have almost fought a man. <laughs> I'm not joking. You know, what is some of your worst sex stories? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have one that I don't think I should talk about. And let's go. We'll begin. Because <laughs> it was just, it's something that I've never lived down, which rightfully so. Was it, it numbers? Was it the activity? It was, the... it was the activity and where it took place. Very often. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay, well, I'm not going to say what it was because I will never be forgiven if I say what it was. I'll tell you off camera. Okay. (laughs) But um, essentially... The FBI is watching. Continue. Literally, when I told somebody what happened, they're like, you should be on an FBI watch list. Yup, don't care. (laughs) As long as this goes viral. (laughs) But um, no, it was uh, me and this friend that I had had agreed to like go fuck around in a, a movie theater. And when we got to the theater that we bought tickets for, it was packed, right? And so we're like, well, shit, we can't do shit now. And so we're like, well, let's just sneak into a different theater. And so we did. And we weren't looking at what movies were playing. We were just looking at the watch times. And we found one that still had like three hours left. And I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking perfect. Must have just started. We go in there. Six people in there at most. Much older people. um, Probably the biggest theater at that specific one. And we go up to the back and... We do things, and that was when I had my first kiss, and I got fingered for the first time. Um, and um, then I was. Oh. <laughs> I just am wondering who's gonna watch this. <laughs> That's my because I don't care about saying it, but it's Caroline Minnesota. behind the camera is saying maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> Say it? Okay. Um, so when we were leaving the theater, I was talking to some of my friends about what had happened. And they were like, well, what movie did you see? 
was like, oh, I don't know. It was just in black and white and Liam Neeson was in it. And my friend was like, Schindler's List? <laughs> the movie about the fucking Holocaust? <laughs> and I was like, maybe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, to this day, I've never lived that down. Mm. Which rightfully so. Like, I get it. Like, I mean, you should have been paying attention. Maybe, maybe. I, well, I was a little busy. <laughs> I was a little distracted. I had other things going on. You know what? You know what? I've always talked about this thing where it's like in economies, there's some markets that are benefiting off of other markets and they don't even know it. Like McDonald's and Taco Bell are alive today. Because of people who smoke. Mm-hmm. You think we're going to Taco Bell at 10 for no reason? <laughs> Please be serious. But uh, yeah, no, it was like the 30 year anniversary. That's why they were showing it. I'm like, that's even worse. Like, I'm pretty sure there's Holocaust survivors in the front row. And I had no fucking clue. I wasn't paying attention. I was like having a fucking panic attack in the back because I didn't I've never kissed anybody before. That's that was what was going on. Um, but yeah, you know, hey, hey, hot girl summer. That's all. That's all I can say it was about not that. Not hot girl summer. It was not a hot girl summer. It was dead of winter. <laughs> Very much Midwestern things. <laughs> I hate these states so much. That's Fuck. one of my worst like stories. Mm. But in regards to bad hygiene, there was this guy that. Oh, that was real. I was not fucking joking oh, when okay. I said hey, that. Tell, tell the people the, the foolishness. My again to me when you smell funky that is disrespectful because if I can go get in the shower and scrub my fucking ass an hour before you come pick me up why can't you do the same thing? You So there was this guy that I was seeing mistakenly should have never happened. He was. Would you have guessed that he smelled bad? You know what? Yes. So what is this? that? Was my fault? Should I have thought that through? Absolutely. Did I? No. Um. Sometimes we make mistakes, and sometimes... Is your type ugly niggas? No! Okay, all right. It was the one time I let one hit, and it was a mistake, and I've never gone back. He was also... Like, this is what happens when a 27-year-old pursues a 19-year-old. Yeah. Just a tear above a little, a little just, bit. It's just a little mm, bit Yeah, off, like, but. that was where the mistake was. <laughs> no, it was my fault for fucking him. Because, you know... See, that's my thing. If I don't come, then I'm fucking you. I mean, like, right. yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> we got in well, we just got fucked. Like, I mean, I guess. No, I, I I'm like, yeah, I fucked you because nothing happened over here for Do me. Do motherfuckers be actually making you come? No. No, absolutely not. And I will tell a motherfucker to his face. Like, they're always like, was that good for you? I'm like, yeah, but I didn't come. Like, people can't learn if they think that they're succeeding. You know, you know what? That's fair. That's right. So that's I'm fair. never going to be like, oh, did, yeah. Did you, Okay. So I had this, I have this theory uh-huh. where it's like women, they come. If they like the guy like a shit ton, Valid. and it's not even what the dude is like doing in the bed, it's about just I, well, I just like him. I think that that inherently makes it easier to come, mm. but I feel like I have been with a lot of people that I like and still have not. So I don't think it's like the main aspect. I think it's an important one, mm. but for me, it's about what the fuck you're doing. How could you become better at sex? Asking your partner what they like. Mm. Um, because more often than not, what your partner like what likes is something that somebody else in the future that you might hook up with likes. Mm. Um, there's usually like a general basis to everything with vaginas and dicks. Like it's pretty strategically the same. And like there was even a point in time where like I was doing research. I was looking up how to give good head because I wanted to be that bitch that gave that Glock Glock 3000. And I wanted to be known for that shit. You like, know what? A lot of people don't respect that, that type of craftsmanship. I'm saying mm. like... 
I have literally. Do you actually care about giving head for real? Do I care about <laughs> <laughs> That's insulting for you to ask. <laughs> Listen, I give head to two different genitals. I have to care. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, especially because to me, like, I don't really let a lot of people go down on me. It's just not okay. my thing because I'm not, it's not my thing. Mm. But obviously you wouldn't know that unless you have a conversation with me. So the second you're going down on me, I'm turned off. So you genuinely like giving then? I'm a giver in Mm. bed. I'm very much She wants to give to the point she doesn't even want head. Imagine. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's just, it's a means of communication. Communication is hot. It doesn't have to be dirty talk. It's as much as like, I care enough about you and your pleasure. And that Mm. is attractive. And Mm. I feel like a lot of people kind of miss out on that. They're just like, well, sex is like this in my head. So I'm going to have sex with everybody like that. I'm like, Mm. your sex life must be boring as fuck then. Mm -hmm. When there's a million other things you could be doing in the bed, a whole bunch of things that you don't even know that you like that you're missing out on because you're comfortable with one thing. Mm. That's life in general. If you're not allowing yourself to explore shit, then you're never going to see the good sides of things how can you actually get your partner to like actually connect with that and like trying to take it um i feel like personally i've never had an issue and i think it's about making sure that it's a comfortable state like okay. it's not like well i feel like you can do it whenever but some <laughs> people are particular sometimes it's right before you have sex sometimes it's you're having a conversation like Sex is even even like what you're at right now in that relationship with that person, but it's something that you both are talking about having in the future. So you're mm-hmm. like, well, if and when this does happen, this and this and this is what I like and this is what I don't like. Because people need to know the variety of things. You have to know both. Otherwise, mm-hmm. there's still going to be confusion up in the air. Um, and it can happen during. Somebody could be going down and you're like, well, can you lean more to the left? Or, oh, I don't like that. Can you do this instead? You want sex is <coughs> supposed to be this pleasurable thing. And it can be a beautiful thing, but I feel like it can only be that if the two people or however many people are communicating. Mm. Um, otherwise, it's just like two bodies hitting each other. You know? Wow. Mm-hmm. Now that you're in, um, now that you started uh, sex work and stuff of that nature, is dating hard for you? Like, can, do you usually find people that like, um, they're like, okay with you having sex with like other people even with? Well, for a while, my OnlyFans was really just me making content on my own. It wasn't like there was ever really people involved. And if it was that kind of stuff, it was just random hookups from forever ago that I had recorded um, that I obviously had the consent to record. Um, So a lot of the times when I was in any sort of relationship, either I was just posting solo content or it became our OnlyFans. Like that was the sole person I was making content Mm. with. Um, I feel like now... um, it's different because I feel like I'm pursuing things a little bit differently. Um, OnlyFans isn't like my main thing. It's not something that I want to be um, attached to for forever. I think of it's course. something that pleases me right now and I want to maintain interest in it. Um, so I'm putting more effort into it now and I, I do have relationships. Um, I'm in an <coughs> open relationship. I've practiced polyamory for quite some time. So I think that also inherently helps me. Um, so it's never been too much of an issue. Um, and I feel like when it is, that's more of an issue with that person. But then that whole whole entire thing leads into like polyamory Mm -hmm. and, um, my understandings of it. And like, before I became poly, which was a couple of years ago, I did research to make sure it was something that I wanted to do. Really? What'd you find out? Um, that 
poly is just an umbrella term that there is a million different ways to be poly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like with the relationships I've had, there are different ways that I've been poly. Um, Mm-hmm. So, like, right now, there's only one person that, like, I'm romantically interested in, and that's the person I call my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're still both allowed to go out and have sex with whomever we want to. And that does not take away from my relationship with them. <coughs> um, if anything, it kind of makes you uh, value that person more. How come? Because um, it's like, I can go out and have sex with anybody else, but that sex is never going to be the sex that we have, you know? And this is just a physical thing I'm experiencing with somebody I'm experiencing emotions with you um and I also am so much of a person that I feel like any person that I have sex with it's never gonna be the same thing we can do all the same things well we can do all the same things as like but it'll always like get better or no it's always it's a different person so there's no way it's gonna be entirely the same as any of the other sex that I've had (coughs) and I think that's where my value comes in with polyamory too okay Okay. because it's like it's a whole different person. It's a whole person who needs different things, who has different wants, um, needs things and stuff. Like, so it's it's different. Like, mm. um, and there's a lot of value that comes with that, and have, that's where I've learned a lot of things. Have you always been so connected with your sexuality? Yes, always. even as a young girl. Absolutely, I think like ten was when it like really was like. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, that was like when me and my mom really started having conversations. Ah, so and you don't feel it was too early or nothing like that. Mm-mm. No, because, like, I think a lot of people kind of, like, forget or aren't consciously aware of, but, like, 10 is the age that a lot of kids discover porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of kids develop porn addictions at that age. And so it was almost nice to have, like, that preface before the internet, like, became so accessible to me mm-hmm. um, to know that what I was doing um, wasn't wrong, that I was experiencing feelings from it. It wasn't a bad thing. Did my mom want me to watch porn? No. Did she know that I was? No. Um, like, that was never something she pushed. She never said, like, you can go look at videos. No, she, that was never her thing. It was okay. more so, like, if you organically feel something, then you are allowed to explore that, and that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think that porn shouldn't be in the hands of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not something we can entirely prevent, especially of because... Not. Every yeah, kid, yeah. this like generation, ten years old, even younger, has yeah. access to the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the damn near recommends it to you. Exactly. Okay. There's, I didn't know what porn was until like there was games that were being recommended to me like really? while I was on websites. Yeah. Okay. And it's like sexual games, and then you see that, and then your conscious like mind is starting to look into it more. You're like, mm-hmm. well, this is making me feel some type of way. Like, and it exists. Yeah, this exists. Mm. Like, this mm. is something that intrigues my body. And, like, mm. this is a reaction I've never had before. So I want to explore it. So then kids find a rabbit hole and they go down it. See, I feel like it's so hard not to get addicted to, like, sex or porn or stuff like that. How mm-hmm. do you keep yourself, like, not craving it, really? If that's even you for a... Well, no, because it definitely was a thing for me, especially when I was a kid. Um, and that's something that a lot of people also don't talk about is hypersexuality. is definitely a thing that a lot of kids experience once they discover porn um and hypersexuality is just as it seems it's like an addiction to sex sexuality like things in that nature um that was a lot of what i experienced when i was younger and so there that was a point of my life and i think that inherently did push me to want to start posting and making content um but one of the downfalls that I feel like a lot of people don't mention when it comes to sex work online, at least, <coughs> is that it kind of kills your sex drive. What Be- do you mean? Because people are constantly looking at you as a sexual object. Mm-hmm. That you're like, I have to constantly be in this state of like um, pleasure. And it's like, it's 
debilitating. It's almost exhausting <coughs> to um, constantly put yourself in that position as it would be for anything. Mm. Um, Do people, like, are they just, like, overly sexual to you, like, all the time? Like, outside the context of OnlyFans? Um... I feel like anybody that knows that I do do it can be. Can you um, notice? Do you usually notice when? Oh, you noticed. But it's uh, like, because um, it's like the way they talk to you, the way they look at you, um, the conversation topics that they bring up. Because I could be talking about the color of the sky and they're like, mm, what's the last thing you post on the OnlyFans? And I'm like, I don't know how the fuck we got here. But, <laughs> you know, so it's like, and... And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, it's probably men that does it. It's not just men who are like that. I've had some crazy ass bitches in my DMs before who- What's the wildest shit you've seen? Just like random things like, I want you to fuck me and my boyfriend. Like I, or like your tits are so fucking pretty or just like anybody will sexualize you if you are comfortable comfortable being sexualized. Um, so I think that's one of the downfalls that a lot of people just don't talk about. And that's kind of my fears when it comes to like how popularized um, OnlyFans <laughs> has become uh, is that people are just like, oh, it's such a great way to make money. And like I can do it like recording shit like whenever I want. It's like it's not like that. It is just, just as much labor as any other job, if not inherently more dangerous. Um, because once people see you as a sexual object, you lose who you are as a person you're mm. not a person to them you mm. are a means of pleasure uh and that's why that is a great uh i was having that same type of idea when i was talking about like my one problem with OnlyFans. Mm. it feels like it makes every person that you see you just they turn into a porn star too because right. that's like the context that you have with them right and then like people forget that i'm like capable of maintaining conversations mm. and like that i have dreams and wishes and like I have a nine to five job. Like you forget because sex is so like, it's in, it's one of our most inherent things within the human body. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we are constantly fed through social media, through media in general, yeah. it's an expectation of the human existence. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's wrong that our brain goes there, but I think that it wasn't always like this and it wouldn't have been as prevalent had social media not come into existence. Um, so again like a lot of like what i see and i experience i do blame on media i blame on the system of things mm-hmm. um our governments are uh, the illuminati whoever you <laughs> want to say rules over the world they program us to react and respond to things the way that they want us to because they know that it keeps us kind of like in these rigid boxes we're like oh if they're focused on porn they're not thinking about the state of the world mm-hmm. they're not thinking about the fact that we're like ruining the lives of their future children that mm. like the gas houses and like all things are just fucked up they're not thinking about that they're thinking about their pleasure because that's the only thing that distracts them from the fact that reality kind of fucking sucks do you think that porn and like sex work and stuff like that it's like a net positive to the world i think that it's a positive to a lot of impoverished people like i feel okay. like a lot of the sex workers that i see especially on twitter are people who are in financial desperate situations Mm -hmm. um and i feel like you can be both you can be sexually uh liberated and also be financially dependent on it Mm -hmm. um but i feel like most people as it's always been sex work is like the longest running job it's something that's been here for as long as existence has been here almost um it's something that people knew that they can always rely on (laughs) Mm -hmm. um when it comes to money like the body is something that can always be sexualized and can always be profitable off of um and so I think that's kind of where it's like, 
you know, like people can always find a way to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's beneficial for those who are impoverished who need a, a source of income, especially with media. There's a great social media. There's It comes to you right mm-hmm. at your door versus like you having to go outside and do things. People who are immunocompromised, who are still scared of COVID, you can still work from home mm-hmm. and do things with your body. Like it's mm-hmm. just like... I think there's positives there. And I think, again, also it's like sexually liberating and that should be something that's celebrated. But I think it's also inherently dangerous. Okay. And I think a lot of people don't want to pay attention to that part of it. Oh, yeah. no. See, the money, there's so much money in it that it is most definitely blinding. <coughs> um, one thing that I've been like talking with a couple of my friends about, um, I was asking him, was like, hey, what is your relationship to sex now? Now that you like do this for work, it's like, eh, it's not as... Satisfying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And then um, everyone wants you to go like above and beyond, like they saw you in the show. Yeah, like, like they they see you doing stuff on a video, so they're just expecting you to be the best sex that they've ever had. And then if you're not, then it's just like, well, damn, like <laughs> I'm sorry, like maybe I was tired today, bestie. Like, um, which is why I think it's also beneficial to have a that's, partner. Uh, that idea is something that's very interesting to me. Of uh, once you like fuck and it wasn't as good, and now like the whole mirror of you just is broken now. Yeah, like they romantic like romanticize and sexualize the fuck out of you Mm -hmm. and it's like how can you like it's again warping your concept of reality Mm -hmm. um people do that because they don't want to be under the belief that sex isn't as good as porn makes it out to be or like your body isn't as amazing in person as it is on video where you edit it and there's good lighting and you have Mm -hmm. makeup on um they want the fantasy because they don't want to live in reality where like yeah, sometimes I'm fucking tired. Mm. You know, like sometimes my A game is not my A game. Um, like they don't want to live that way. Mm-hmm. And I get it, but it's also just like that's not reality. No, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I feel like reality is not like it's inherently like ass, but it just shows you the truth. And I don't want, sometimes a lot of people just don't want to see that. Yeah. Because of it's like the one thing that was like fun in their life is now getting removed mm-hmm. now that the veil is. Uh, coming off kind of like when people tell you that like wwe is fake it's mm. like what the fuck that's right like, right. Yeah, like as I, when w- i was a kid that shit looked real as fuck exactly, exactly right um but i think that's also a dangerous mindset to have especially when it comes to sex um mm. because i feel like unfortunately um not all men but a large um group of them can be predatory when it comes to their sexual needs Mm -hmm. uh and again i feel like that's something that's been enforced by society i don't i do not inherently think that is a man's fault um i think it is his fault to continue it and not to change his behavior Mm -hmm. but i feel like what he's learned was given to him versus like oh he just decided to do this Mm -hmm. um but uh i feel like yeah it, it makes men it makes sex scary sometimes because like you don't if you people have this one perspective of you that you are just a porn star then they think that you're going to bend to their every whim they're like oh well mm-hmm. if you're capable of doing this like if you do this for fun if you do this for money well, then you really do okay, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. then you're gonna give me everything i want because you're doing it already and mm-hmm. it's like mm, no <laughs> And I'm not out here like I don't have like my main sexual partner is my partner. Like I I don't have relatively any other sexual partners. Mm. Um, And that's kind of I like to keep it because like I said, when you're constantly sexualized, your sex drive isn't all the way up. It's Mm. just not Um, at least not for me personally. Um, So I feel like you have to kind of start like uh, what's the word? Almost like screening people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's very interesting. Um. Mm. How can you 
is it is the sex is the sex better when it's with like um people that you're working with or like just like regular out the blue sex which one's better um i think for me like so i don't like film professional porn that's not me i've never been that person except for like the one time that happened very recently for the first time last week and that was with a close friend and um so for me, anytime that I am posting something on OnlyFans, it's usually like the heat of a moment. Someone's like, let's pull out a video and record this because you have an OnlyFans. And it's like, oh, yeah. Um, you forget that. Yeah you, yeah, you forget that, bitch, <laughs> all the time. Um, so I think that I have always been able to have both of those things kind of mm. laced together, and that's always worked the best for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because being expect, expected to post content or people waiting or like paying and things like that, it makes it a job Mm -hmm. and then that inherently makes sex work Mm -hmm. um and nobody really wants that when sex is supposed to be this pleasure it's supposed to be this thing that pulls you back from reality that allows you to tap into your most natural instincts to feel good to feel grounded um so that's why i've liked the way that i've always orchestrated it Mm -hmm. and then with my most recent experience where i did actually film something it felt like i was shooting a movie like (laughs) it did not feel like real sex you know and i think i kind of liked that because it almost felt like there was a pressure to be performative in a weird way and like if i didn't enjoy myself then it wasn't gonna look good but i was like oh i'm just acting like it doesn't Mm. have to be this brilliant thing not that i didn't enjoy myself but it's like like a weird stigma around it i assume that you've never fucked any of your like fans like you can like naturally just like yeah no you're genuinely my fan mm-hmm. i mean i'm even like i don't know like i've never what's the best way to say it a lot of the people that i want to work with in the future if um like i do pursue this on like a more professional kind of wave or people that i'm fans of um, and it's because I know I can trust them because I know that they are people who are, this is their job mm-hmm. and they're not going to fuck up their main stream of income. Like a lot of the people that I follow who are like big OnlyFans creators and like that I'm mutuals with on Twitter, if I was going to work with anybody, those people are also my fan too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I was going to fuck a fan, it's going to be somebody that I know who also makes sexual content and has been in the game for quite some time. Um, but when it comes to people who are just subscribed to me, fuck no. I will. I like to attack people who do that shit. I'll be up in my DMs well, like, you need to pay me if you want to talk to me like this. Has there ever been one that's like an, an actually an attractive dude? Have they all just been like in the side? Like, ugh. I don't really know what my fans look like. A lot of people like to stay anonymous when it comes to porn. Like, uh, no one really wants to say, oh yeah, I'm subscribed to somebody on all. You know, <laughs> you know that would be kind of wild. That yeah. would be. But like, wild. I definitely have in- instances where like I will be hooking up with somebody who knows I make OnlyFans content, and they're oh, like, okay. I'm a fan of your work. Oh, okay. Versus okay. like it being like, oh, I'm a fan. Like, was this our first time meeting? It's like, no, these are people I know that like I already have previous <laughs> relationships with. <laughs> Um, so that that's when it's like, okay, you're cute. Where it's like, if this is just a random person who's like, I really want to fuck you because I see you fuck other people, I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? That, when you say it like that, that doesn't. How else am I okay, supposed to word it? You're a fan of a per- a person having sex, bestie. Go touch the grass. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, what you never met? You never like saw a porn star when you were younger? And like, yeah, no, this would be the one. Well, yeah, but like, I also would not go out of my way to be like, yeah, like I want to fuck you and like meet you in person and like try and fuck. Like that's 
people have boundaries. Like, you have to remember that, like, you're scared the hoes. I'm not scared of my hoes. Fuck that. No. I will keep that at a distance. Oh, God. Oh, like, God. And it just feels, I don't know. There's a level of consent that always needs to be maintained. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people kind of forget that. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, if you like being viewed as a sexual object, I'm going to treat you like that. Really short, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, bitch, I will fight you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Disrespect. Like, people are disrespectful as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it blows my mind that mm-hmm. people kind of just forget that these are people. Mm-hmm. Like, I am filming a scene. This is not real life, bitch. What's been your favorite scene that you ever filmed? I mean, I've only filmed one, like actual, like with a camera and stuff like that. Amateur counts too. Don't, like, don't discriminate. Oh, amateur is the best, and like, it's like, underappreciated. Be serious. Be serious. It's underappreciated significantly. I feel like anything for me when it seems um, intimate, when you can tell the people actually have a connection of mm. some kind, that's. I'm like, that's hot. Like, I know that this isn't just, oh, two people trying to, you know, get a paycheck. This is two people who are actually enjoying themselves. When you, I like when I hear a man moan. If the man ain't moaning, he ain't enjoying himself. You know what I mean? Like, you want it just all in the ear? Oh, not all in the ear. I just, I just want to make sure the man's just enjoying himself because that's attractive to me. That, mm-hmm. like, I like knowing that both people are mutually getting off because that's how I want my sex to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think it's it's more so when I can tell that people are it doesn't have to be like intimate sex, but people you can tell that like are enjoying themselves with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's not like over dramatized, where like it's just one girl moaning at the top of her lungs and the <laughs> other guy just pounding her shit. Like that's not attractive to me at all. It's like not even not with that force. You don't like the force. I, it's different. It's too much. Like what's, it's, what's the, what's it's the, what's too much when the girl sounds like a fucking seagull. When you know that she's like she's doing this for the camera versus uh, like these are two people who are in the heat of the moment and they're like this is really good. We should record it so that we can remember it and then we can mm, also make money off of it too. Like good. that's how all my content has been <laughs> always. Whole time it's just for the vibes, for real. It's just like whole time you'll be fucking. You're like, damn, she got an OnlyFans. We should do something with this. And then the camera comes out. <laughs> And then you're like, okay, well, we were already enjoying ourselves, you mm. know. And it makes it ten times better when you can tell people are actually having fun. They're not just doing it for the sake of it being recorded. I feel that. Do a lot of people like just DM you? Um, like Twitter, yeah. And it's mm. I, I've gotten the craziest fucking DMs on Twitter. I literally, <laughs> my favorite one. I'll save them because sometimes you just you gotta remember things. One of my favorite ones was uh this guy. He was like, your tits look like my sister's tits, and I was just like. I have to save this. This is a this is my favorite thing I've ever heard. People will say the most out of pocket shit to you, and I find it fucking hilarious. They, you know what? Hey, some people enjoy what they enjoy. Some people enjoy. Well, I do kink shame. Sometimes you got a kink shame, but yeah, no, just out of pocket shit. I've had men send me the craziest fucking pictures on Twitter. Just like, send, like the nut nut ones. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> And I'm like, where, where in any of my posts did you think that that was something I Have wanted to see? Have you at least seen one that actually looked good? Or they just all been ass? Well, it's never good if you don't want it. You know what? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's where, that's where the cutoff is. If, like, if, I'm not, if I don't want a dick pic, then I'm not going to be attracted to the dick. Yeah, that's fair. It could, that's be fair. A, it could be a pretty penis. I don't know if you really refer to penis, peni. Pe- I don't know what the plural for penis is. <laughs> as pretty. 
But um, no, and inherently it's not an attractive thing to for a man to think that you want to see his dick when you've <laughs> never had a conversation outside of that ever. No, facts, 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 facts. That's just, yeah, no. That's something women have to deal with, whether they post sex work or not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of nonsense stories I've from my whole I've seen a lot girl. of dicks I have not yeah. wanted to see. I feel that. I've seen a lot of pussies I've never wanted to see. That's, you know what? I'm glad there's a woman that's being foolish too. That's, yeah, you would think you would think that it's just not that. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna tell you straight see, up, it's like that. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Anybody will sexualize you, bro, bro. And that is not conform to one gender at I all. I feel like women be doing it the worst. Women <laughs> because, be fucking crazy. Because <laughs> Noah will tell them you're wilding, and oh, I'll say, nah, you be hype. No, like <laughs> they're like. I've had women who are just like, I want to fuck you so bad. I'm like, where, bestie, did you think that this conversation was going to go? Did you think I was going to be like, thanks? Like, I was going to take it as a compliment? That's not, you're crazy. That's my pussy. That's not yours. You know, that's that's fair. Was she hot at least? Was she fine? No. Damn. Damn. God damn. Fuck. And I think all women are beautiful, but it makes you damn. ugly. I, I think it makes you ugly to do some crazy you know out-of-pocket shit like that. I'll feel that. I'll feel that. I'll feel that. Mm-hmm. You enjoy the more, like, smooth people. I don't enjoy nobody signing my DMs like that. I'm like, you need to get straight to the point. Do you want to fuck or not? Because I don't play with people who like to fuck around like that. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I don't like when men are like, trying to have a conversation with me, trying to get to know me when I'm like, you just want to fuck me. And like, that's okay. You can just say that. Like, I would rather you be like, you want to pull up to my crib tonight rather than, rather, better than you being like, oh, how's your day going? Like, oh, you look so good today. But I'm like, bitch. You're I- mad he cares? He doesn't care. I know he doesn't care. That's what irritates me. I'm like, you don't care about my fucking day. You want to know what my pussy looks like. That's that's why you're texting me right but now. But do you think that it would, like, change it? Like, would you be, like, less down? If, like... If they were just, like, just told you straight up. Because I feel like that's kind of wild. That would it is you. wild. That's it kinda. is wild. But like I don't fuck. I've had come, instances. Just come to the stranger's house immediately. No, well, that's not what <laughs> but I just I don't fuck with men who like try and be in your face all romantic when in mm. reality they're plotting the whole entire time. Like they just want to fuck you. What if they enjoy the romanticism of fucking? Why do you want to? Okay, well, why do you want to be romantic with me one day and then after we fuck you don't text me anymore? Maybe it's like, maybe it just wasn't as like spectacular. Okay, so then why'd you play me like that? So also, oh, it's his fault. It is his fault. That's not necessary at all. If you just want to have sex, I would rather you say that. Would I rather it be from someone I'm also attracted to? Yes. Like I'm not having. I'm saying I'm not saying I want random men in my DMs. Like let's fuck. Mm, of but it's course. Like if it's like somebody that I've been vibing with for like uh who knows how long, and he's then what's the difference between that and he just wants to fuck straight up? Because women, no. We know when a man is just trying to fuck. Oh. Like, you, you guys are not smooth with that shit. <laughs> like, like you can't just, like, come over, like a shit ton of my posts, comment on all my pictures, and then be like... I'm chilling. You're not no. chilling, motherfucker. You just <laughs> looked up what my fucking social security was. Like, you don't know. It's not that kind of, You're on bullshit, and mm. I'm not about that. And then when you start treating men the same way that they treat women during sex, they lose their shit. Do you know me guys that I have fucked and not talked to afterwards and they come crawling back? And it's like, yeah, because you're a manipulative fuck and you've never had anybody manipulate you before. So, like, y'all stop talking, like, right after? He's like, you got done, put on your clothes, and, like, left and just did it. Oh, I've done that before and men lose their mind because you do the same shit to women and then when a woman does it to you. Me, personally, that's the wild, that's the wildest. If I came here to get fucked, I came here to get fucked. I'm not here to chit-chat. I got what I needed. And that's the same way men act, isn't it? 
we can't just get cookies after we, we can't get. Why ice cream. would you get cookies? Can't get it. no ice cream. I only do that with people that I have had a good time with. <laughs> if I did not enjoy myself, <laughs> I'm calling the lift and going home, and that tells you what you need to know. Wow. And if you were to ask me, like, well, what happened? I would clarify. I'm not going to be that bitch that's just like, oh, like, whatever. No, I'm going to let you know, like, this is what happened, and I didn't like that. And you need to improve on this. And I'm not saying this to be a bitch. I'm saying this so that the next girl that you have sex with has a good time like I didn't. He needs to put, like, that circle. He needs right, to, like, like you take notes, bestie. This, this is not, like, me trying to berate you. This is me trying to teach you. That's fair. That's fair. That's yeah, because we can't learn as a community unless we're teaching each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, there's no chance for any of your fans Fuck to no. reach out. Fuck no. That's crazy. That is so interesting. That is crazy of, as I, shit. I feel like there's like a whole genre where they just go and they just like fuck their fans. That's, that's not like, my like, genre. Oh, that's, that's not your Hell niche for no. <laughs> no, I, no, that's not my thing at mm. all. I think it's in, entirely disrespectful and shows how you view that person for you to be like, oh, I really want to fuck you because I see you fuck other people. Mm. It's like, oh, so you're not seeing me as a person outside of the content that I make. You're not mm. recognizing how you're crossing so many fucking boundaries right now. I've turned my DMs off. That's why I don't post my face with my content at all. Um, at least not on Twitter, on like very public platforms. Only place mm-hmm. that like you'll see my face is on my OnlyFans because you have to subscribe to see it. Oh, okay. Um, and that even then is not. That's as, still not like, that yeah, many layers. It's limited. Oh, um, and it's because of protection because people are fucking crazy. Mm. And it's like that's why I don't respond to DMs because I don't know where your mind's at. I don't know you like that. <laughs> I feel that. It's I feel that's that. what that's why I will take months long breaks from mm. like making content. Not only because I have to like fix my sex drive but because people are fucking scary and i i am very untrusting of individuals mm-hmm. um so this all started off for a thing for me but then when you realize that you are engaging with real life people you have to be very protective of yourself love that love mm-hmm. that ah. so we've reached that segment of wish i had a sensei where my guests give some advice that they wish they had when they were younger some advice for them now or some advice for them in the future um, advice for younger me okay um, you are a lot more attractive than you think uh, speak on it I feel like girls guys we're taught from a young age that there's a specific way that you have to look to be presented as beautiful and that is not true and um, you have always been absurdly beautiful and that is not based on what society deems as that is it's based on the heart that you've always had Um, And that's why you are surrounded with the people that you're surrounded by. That's why people call you pretty when they see you because of your heart that shines through you, not the physical aspects that you have. Am I fucking hot as shit? Yes. Um, Is it because I'm a nice person? Mainly. Um, So I think that's something that everybody needs to recognize. Remember that beauty is in the eye of the beholder and it's always been that way. All right, y'all. Thank you again for showing up. Of course. This has been very spectacular. Mm -hmm. All right.